0: Jim Derry, what the hell are you doing here? You already told us it was the last show of the year. It's New Year's Eve, and we don't, we don't know what you're doing here, but we clicked play anyway. Why are you here? Well, here's the answer. I just couldn't pass this up. I wasn't going to have a Derry's Dom this week. We're off tomorrow. Nobody's going to listen. It's New Year's Day. I had to get it out. I had to get Where the hell has this team been all year? I have to get it off my chest. And I hope you take the ride with me. One last time in 2023, we're going to talk about it. Are the Saints legitimately, legitimately alive? Or are they just screwing with our minds? Coming up next on Dattitude. If you're looking for the latest scoop and in-depth interviews on the Saints, the NFL, the Pelicans, LSU, along with the best bets of the week, then lucky you along with high-powered in-the-know guests who cover our teams jim Derry brings plenty of damnitude and he'll always tell you the way it is or at least the way he thinks it is where are you at new orleans and hello to all my friends elsewhere who are looking to just keeping it positive brother we're gonna keep it positive a very special datitude. First time ever I think we've done a show on a Sunday. A Sunday, December the 31st, 2023. This is definitely, no matter what they say, no matter what happens the rest of the way, I am certain that this is the final show of 2023. Datitude episode number 201. I am Jim Derry, sports betting writer at the times the Advocate and bet.nola.com. I had to. I had to do a show. I was going to let it go. I was going to, you know, there wasn't going to be a Derry's Dime this week. Taking New Year's Day off. Um, I don't think people are going to be listening to podcasts on New Year's Day. Who knows? But I couldn't let it go. I watched this game today, and I predicted that the Saints would play. I don't know that I used the words play their best game of the year. But I I know that I said the word inspired. I thought they would give an inspired effort. I picked the Saints to win. I think my final score prediction was 20-17 to Wasn't that far off. Last week I predicted they would lose thirty to twenty-one, they lost thirty to twenty-two. This week I predicted twenty to seventeen they'd win, and they'd won twenty-three to thirteen. And honestly, it wasn't that close. I know a lot of Saints fans got a little nervous there at the end, but it wasn't that close. But the point is, I could not go without having a podcast today. And you might actually hear some some stuff going on in the background. If you hear anything in the background, I'm not in my, my office is not soundproof. It's close. It's not quite soundproof. But there are kids, my kid is 25, my step-grandson, they're outside and they're all playing. Everybody's happy today. It's a happy Sunday. It feels like the way that it should have felt all year long, right? And I'm, I'm going to get into the whole, the negative Nellies of the world who are just pissed off right now. And I'm going to go back to I told you so to enjoy it while it lasts. We're going to get to that in a minute. But first, I'm going to get my frustrated, the frustrated part of me out first. This is the team we expected to see. What would this team's record be had we saw this team play all year long? Eight and eight right now. What would their record be had they played this way all along? Well, you know, at the minimum, they would be 10 and six because they gave a couple games away. And I go back to it. I go back to it. It's really, I knew it would piss me off later, but it really pisses me off now when I think about that Packers game. A chance to go 3-0. A 17-0 lead going into fourth quarter, and you let it be pissed away. What would have happened if the Saints won that game? Where would this team be right now? A bunch of would-ifs, what-ifs, what-ifs could-have, would-have, should-have, Jim Mora, where you at when I need you, could-have, would-have, should-have. This team played today, 23-13, to and it wasn't that close. Tampa Bay, I think going into the fourth quarter, had 129 total yards of offense. So all this junk garbage yards you saw. Baker Mayfield's numbers, don't let them fool you one iota. The Saints maybe put up their best defensive effort of the year and didn't have a bunch of people in there, man. There were a bunch of people missing today. Baker Mayfield, 22 of 33 for 309 yards and two touchdowns and two interceptions, but I promise you, it wasn't that close. Who played defense for the Saints today? Jonathan Abram was the player of the game on defense. Five solo tackles and an interception. He was outstanding. Pete Werner was outstanding. Led the team in tackles. Had eight solo tackles today. I thought the Saints would play inspired football. Why? What was my mentality for going into this game? Why I thought they'd play? Because think back to last year. After they lost the Tampa Bay game, their playoff chances were somewhere around 10%. Their playoff chances coming in today, 12%. And then you know what? The pressure was lifted off their shoulders. No one believed. They didn't have to believe anymore, they didn't have to worry about it anymore. They're not going to the playoffs. They're just going to go out and play football. That's, all, that's what the Saints did today. They went out and played football. That's all they did. And they played like we expected to. If you take the pressure off this team, they can play. It's kind of like Derek Carr. When he plays without pressure, he's fantastic like he was today. Another don't let it fool you moment. 197 yards, he was way better than that. 24-32, he only was sacked once. I thought the offensive line was outstanding. The Saints got out-yarded, but it's a complete mirage, a complete fluke. Don't let, the, sta- the, don't let the, uh, the team stats fool you. The Saints dominated the Buccaneers today. They were clearly the better team, and they've clearly been the better team all year long talent-wise. It's frustrating and happy at the same time. You're frustrated and you're happy all at the same time. And then I tell you, man, you watch Dennis Allen go to the podium, and he's got a little little swag, little swagger going on, because you know why? If you don't want to hear this, press forward by about thirty seconds to a minute, because you're not going to want to hear me say this. If there was any what any little doubt there was left that Dennis Allen was coming back in 2024, you can forget about it. I don't care if the Saints lose 65 to nothing unless he resigns on his own, which ain't going to happen. He ain't getting fired. He's going nowhere. Yet, I listened to my friend Hold the Mayo a little while ago. That's kind of part of what inspired me to come on and do a show this afternoon, listening to the people call in Hold the Mayo. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, my special 200th episode we had the other day, you should listen to it if you didn't. This dude is awesome. I love him. I'm not going to get into all the things that he does, but one of the things that he does is he has a show after every game that's live, and it's kind of like the way that I put it is Buddy D on steroids. If you can imagine people calling into the Buddy D show back in the day and being able to say whatever they want using whatever words they want, that's kind of what Hold the Mayo is. And you had people calling in, and there were people that most people... Well, okay, I ain't buying it. Uh, or they were like, this team still needs to fire a clean house. It, look, you, 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 you're barking up the wrong tree. You make no sense. Enjoy it. While it lasts, enjoy it. You don't never know when you're gonna get this chance again. Dennis Allen's not going anywhere. Enjoy this while it lasts. But that doesn't mean it doesn't piss you off about today. That doesn't mean you watch today's game and you were happy for three hours, and ten minutes after it's over, you're like, where the hell has this team been all year? I could have been watching this team all year long. And then you get swag going up to the podium. That's what I'm saying. I'm not backing him up. I'm not in Dennis Allen's corner. I'm not the one that's signing his paycheck. I'm just telling you realistically what's going to happen. He's coming back. But I will say, when you see this afterwards and you hear this afterwards, I don't know, man.
1: It does make me shrug my shoulders a little bit. Well, I, I, I think state of the team probably is, you know, that's a, uh, man, I'm, sure I'm sure everybody has their own opinion about the state of the team, right? You know, so, um, but I've never questioned the mindset of our team. I've never questioned the toughness of our team. I've never questioned the competes of our team. Um, and so, uh, yeah, look. This game we play is hard. It's not easy, you know. And there are some times that you got to fight back after a tough loss. Um, But, you know, I told the team last night, you know, we got to handle hard well. And and I thought our guys did that today. Look, it's positive, you know. Um, And I think, you know, when we face some adversity, I think our guys have generally uh, responded. So, um, you know, we knew our backs were against the wall. and we knew that if we didn't take care of business today, then it didn't matter what happened you know, anywhere else. Um, we knew that we had to win this game, and I think our guys had the mindset that we were coming in here to win. And uh, and that's what, that's what they did. It took you this long to figure out
0: that your backs were up against the wall and that you had to win? Is that what it's like when you're out there chop, 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 chopping the wood? You spent so much time chopping wood... You didn't realize that you had to win football games. When the team figures out they had to win, oh, wait, we got to win now. They go out there and win. Goes back to what I said. All the pressure was really off. Don't give me this stuff where they had to win. It's just the opposite, I think. I I was being completely facetious when I just said what I just said. I think this team, all the pressure off of their shoulders. 12% 12% chance to make the playoffs going in. It jumped by two and a half times. It is now a 31% they have a 31% chance to win the playoffs. That means if they play the end of the season out, three times, one time out of 3, they'd make the playoffs. Whereas last week, had they play out this season, the last two games and did it 10 times, they'd make it once. Big difference. Now you play it nine times, make it three times. Am I saying the Saints are going to make the playoffs? No. I told you last week what I thought was going to happen. I'm not ready to give you my handicap because i got to go through a few things first. I don't give handicaps on Sunday for next Sunday. But I will tell you this, what I said last week, this division deserved to be tied going into the final week of the season at 8-8, eight and eight, and that's exactly what it is. The, it, it's simple. The road is simple. Saints win. Buccaneers lose next week. The Saints are in the playoffs, so the NFC South champions. Do I think it's going to happen? I will tell you this. I think it's got a legitimate shot now. It's got a legitimate shot to happen. I think the Saints are going to hold up their end of the bargain. It's just whether the Panthers will or not. Don't, Don't count out the Panthers. They, what they do next week means nothing as far as draft seeding or any why. First of all, they don't have their own draft pick. Second of all, it doesn't matter one way or the other. It was clinched today when the Cardinals beat the Eagles. The number one pick in the 2024 draft, barring a trade, and I think there's a good chance there is a trade, goes to the Chicago Bears. Could the Chicago Bears trade the Panthers pick back to the Panthers? That would be interesting. The Bears don't need a quarterback. Neither do the Cardinals will be picking second. But where has this team been all year long? You take a little bit, just like last year, again, you take the pressure off of them, probably not going to the playoffs, you might as well play your best ball, you don't have to worry, just go out there and play. Why couldn't this team have just gone out there and played all year long? That's all they needed to do. Go out there and play. That's the most frustrating part. Actually, it's the second most frustrating part. You know what the most frustrating part is? And again, I'm going to go back to my friend Holden Mayo. Listen to the fans. So-called fans. What have I been saying for the last month? All these fans talking about, I want them to lose so they'll fire Dennis Allen. Well, I tell you before, they weren't going to fire Dennis This team's not bad enough. They weren't going to be bad enough to fire Dennis Allen. You're barking up the wrong tree. Enjoy what you got. Enjoy this team while you can. Enjoy them having a chance to finish with a winning season and a one-in-three chance of making the playoffs. You don't know when you're going to get this chance again. There was one thing that Hold the Mayo said that I've been saying and kind of forgot that I've been saying, and it struck a chord with me, and it's one of the main reasons why I wanted to do a show today. You don't know how many more saint seasons you got left. I don't care how old you are. It doesn't make any difference. If you're a real Saints fan, losing gets you nothing except a big pain in the ass and a big reason to sigh and frown and not enjoy your happy new year. Because I don't care what anybody says. While you're watching a game, you can talk about wanting the Saints to lose all you want on Monday, on Wednesday, on Friday, all you want. But when you're watching a game, I don't care who you are. You can't tell me you're not rooting for them to win. You can't tell me you're not rooting for them. And when they do something stupid, you're not yelling at your TV a little bit louder. You're not getting a little bit more upset because you want them to win inside. No real Saints fan can root for the Saints to lose. It makes no sense. It never made sense. Even you diehardiest of diehards wanting them to lose. You can't tell me you were sitting in front of the TV today hoping that Derek Carr would throw an interception. When Jawan Johnson scored that touchdown in the first drive, you can't tell me you were like going, oh, crap, damn it, son of a gun. You're lying. Don't lie to yourself. Don't lie to your phone. I can't hear you. You can text me or... Email me if you want it, at the advocate.com. I'll read it on the air, but I don't believe you. You can't honestly tell me you might have been rooting for the Saints to lose. Like just saying that at 11:50 a.m., you might have said, "Oh crap!" at 3 p.m. when it was over. But while you're watching it, you weren't pulling for this. You weren't hoping Derek Carr would throw an interception. You weren't hoping Trey Palmer would score a touchdown for the Bucks. You weren't hoping Rashad White would run through a gaping hole and go 80 yards for a touchdown. You weren't hoping Alvin Kamara got hurt. You weren't hoping that, I don't know, Chris Olave would drop the ball like he did a couple times today. You weren't hoping for any of that stuff. You're lying. It does you no good. It's what I said before. One thing on this show. What does it say in the intro? I tell it the way that it, is, that it is, or at least the way that I think it is. I'm a realist. Dennis Allen was never going anywhere. This team was never going to lose back, back when they were 5-7 and seven or whatever it was. They were never going to lose all but one or two of their last remaining games and go 7-10 and 10 or 6-11. and 11. It was never going to happen. This team has too much talent. They're better than most of the teams they're playing. Just because they lose them and have been misled. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be on your side. I'm telling you right now, I agree with you. I think this coaching staff, I'm not saying this coaching staff can lead this team to a Super Bowl, because I don't think they can. But you might as well enjoy, this team can absolutely, if they go to the playoffs, scare somebody. Because I will say this, it now looks like if they went to the playoffs, they'd play Philadelphia. I'd rather play Philadelphia in the Dome than Dallas. I know a lot of people are laughing at that, but I said it before. If the Saints play Dallas, I've been betting a mortgage payment on the Cowboys with a spread probably of Cowboys minus four, minus five. Now it might be minus four, minus five Eagles. Philadelphia's not playing very well right now. They're a worn down, tired, ragged football team. They got beat by the Arizona Cardinals today, and it wasn't a fluke. I had that, that game was on while I had the Saints game on. It was not a fluke. Cardinals beat the Eagles fair and square. Am I saying that if the Saints somehow make the playoffs, they'll beat the Eagles? No. But I'm saying they got a shot. What do you do out there for all of you people rooting against the Saints? First of all, now it really makes no sense to root against them because, again, I don't care if they lose 65 to nothing next week. Dennis Allen's not going anywhere. He might have to make some changes on his staff. And now they're guaranteed of picking somewhere in the Anywhere from 14 to 18 or 19 range. And if they make the playoffs, probably in the 20s. So what do you do? What do you say? What is your mentality? You can't honestly be hoping for them not to make the playoffs. What good does that do you? What fan thinks that way? What, po- what comes out of that positive? I mean, does it really matter if the Saints draft 15th or 19th? makes no difference whatsoever. They might be able to get Jaden Daniels if they draft 15th. A, they're not going to get Jaden Daniels if they draft 15th. And B, even if Jaden Daniels was available at 15, which he's absolutely not going to be, or any other of the top quarterbacks, would the Saints even go there? They're married to Derek. Another thing you don't want to hear. They're married to Derek Carr through next year. No matter what, I can tell you right now, the Saints are probably not going to draft a quarterback at all. I don't think they can going draft the quarterback at all. I think Jake Haner is going to be their project, at least for now. Now, if next year, if they do what I think they're going to do and have like a four-win season, then maybe they'll revisit it and do it with a different coach. But that's next year. The point is, enjoy what you have right now because you don't know how long you're going to have it. As you hear the, see, somebody shot off a firework right when I said that. They're excited about it. The stuff that I heard today from average Joe Saints fan is just moronic. And then they're coming up with, uh, you know, what happens if the Saints uh, make the— like, they, some of these people don't even know what they're talking about. I'm listening to these people, and they're like, oh, well, you know, the Saints, uh, they could win the wild cards, and they're going to have to play the 49ers, and they're going to get their ass kicked. And I want to say, hey, dummy, if the Saints go to the playoffs— they're almost certainly going to win the because they won the NFC South. They're going to be at home. And the 49ers have locked up the number one seed today. Did you, did you watch football? Do you understand how it works? No. They just see that in the hunt. Then they had another guy come on well. they need, And I'm not joking. There was a guy that came on and said this. Because he saw on the screen in the hunt, the Saints are still in the hunt. So he said that Tampa Bay, the Saints need to win. Tampa Bay needs to lose. Seattle needs to lose. And, um... Uh, the Vikings and Packers need to lose. None of that crap matters. You know what matters? Here's what matters. It's real simple. You want to know the Saints' playoff scenario? It's as easy as this. They need to win next week against Atlanta. Tampa Bay needs to lose against the Panthers. If Tampa Bay beats the Panthers, they can still get the wild card if Seattle loses both of their last two games. As I record this, they're losing to the Steelers right now. I think they play the Cardinals next week. And they would need whoever wins the Vikings-Packers game on Sunday night football to lose next week. Vikings play the Lions, Packers play the Bears. That's it. That's the scenario. It's not hard to, pred- to figure out. New York Times play a predictor 31%. I just don't understand the mentality of Saints fans. You don't know how many more of these you're going to get. I know I'm getting older now, so I think these these are things you think of when you're in your 50s, especially because I've lost a ton of friends in the last few years. Like, it's really starting to hit home, kind of lost friends. Most of them were older than me. You know, I lost my sister a few years ago who was younger than me. But they start to hit home, and you start thinking about things of, is this... My last Christmas. Is this my last New Year's? That's probably not. I mean, there's about a 96% chance that I'll have another Christmas. Maybe 98%. Who knows? I'm 55 years old. But you don't know, man. You don't know how many more Saints. What if I only have three more, five more, six more Saints seasons left? And we're talking about this reconstruction of this team. I want to enjoy them. I'm not trying to be morbid. I'm talking about where this team is and realistically where they are. You know I'm a realist. I thought they would win this week because I thought they were the better team and I thought they were going to come out and just play carefree and that's what they did, and they won. I think they're going to win next week because they're better than Atlanta. They kind of have something to prove. It's kind of like a no-lose situation, really. I mean, you lose the game, you're not going to the playoffs, you win the game, there's still a good chance you're not going to the playoffs. Who knows? Are you going to be scoreboard watching? I don't know if they're going to be scoreboard watching or not. I don't think it's going to make a difference. I mean, we'll be scoreboard watching. But we don't know. I mean, I don't care if you're 20 years old or you're 80 years old, it makes no difference. You don't know if this is your last sa- season or you got one more or five more or 10 more or 30 more it doesn't make a difference enjoy the moment enjoy that this team has a chance to go to the, go to the dome next week they're playing Atlanta for god's sake do you need any more to get fired up with the playing Atlanta with a chance to go to a chance to go to the playoffs don't make it like the Lions game where there was a sea of blue in there, or even worse, the Carolina game where there was no one in there. I don't care if you were one of those fans who were rooting for him to lose. You can change your mind. It's all right. You don't have to be like that. It's okay if you've been saying, it's okay if you hate Dennis Allen. It's okay if you can't stand Derek Carr. Rooting for them to lose gets you nothing. You might as well enjoy it while you got it. Dennis Allen's not going anywhere, neither is Derek Carr. Go enjoy it. Root for your team to win next week. Get your head out of your ass and enjoy it. I understand if you get mad for the mentality and the words that you hear. And look, frankly, you know, I've made fun of Derek Carr for some of the. Let's get positive. Stay positive, brother. We're going to keep it positive. Look like a different team. Sounded like a different team. They had swag. They had confidence before the game, during the game, and after the game. Yeah, we're still alive, playing for something. Um, Job's not done. You know, one of my favorite, my favorite athlete of all time. It's one of his most famous quotes, you know. Job's not finished. And so um, until until we run out of time, I'm going to
1: keep believing, but I'm going to keep working, you know. uh, We can't feel satisfied um, because we got to win. You know, we came in with the expectation to win. We had to win we we did it feels good
0: but we we got to play another team that we didn't beat this year and so um you know I'm looking forward to that matchup you know and we'll start on them as you know as soon as we can frustrating words if you're a fan absolutely absolutely frustrating completely get why you would be frustrated and mad as a fan but it doesn't do you good doesn't do me good doesn't do anyone any good to not sit back enjoy this week pretend like it's I don't know, pretend like it's 2011 again. I mean, it's not a Super Bowl season, let's get realistic. Pretend like it's 2013. Pretend like it's 2018. Pretend like this team has a chance to do something. Because they do. If this team wins next week, somehow the Panthers beat Tampa Bay and the Saints go into the playoffs, you can't tell me that you're you're not going to be happy that week. No matter who you are, no matter what you've been saying, no matter what you've been thinking, no matter what your philosophy is, no matter what you think about Dennis Allen, no matter what you think about Derek Carr, no matter what you think about Pete Carmichael, none of that, none of that crap matters. You can't tell me if they find a way to sneak in the playoffs, you're not going to enjoy that week. You're not going to sit down on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon or a Sunday night or a Monday night or whenever the Saints play. Most likely now would be the Philadelphia Eagles. You can't tell me. You wouldn't enjoy that entire week leading up to that game and thinking about it every day and how happy you'd be and how excited you would be that you got a shot. You don't know how many seasons you got left. Doesn't matter how old you are. Doesn't, you know, if you got kids and your kids are young and maybe they don't remember Saints in the playoffs that much. It's been a little while now. It may not seem like it to you. Doesn't seem like it to me. But it might seem like it to a 10 or an 11-year-old. When did you become a Saints fan? I became a Saints fan when I was like four or five years old. I remember going to Tulane Stadium and cold as ice up there. I never got to see the Saints go to the playoffs until 1988. The 1987, January 3rd, 1988. A few months before my 20th birthday. That was the first time I ever got to see the Saints in the playoffs. I never got to see the Saints win a playoff game until 2000. Aaron Brooks, Hakeem dropped the ball, Brian Milne. I never got to see the Saints win a Super Bowl until February the 7th, 2010. I know the dates. I know how old I was. I know where I was. They were important times. Just think. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm not saying the saints have some kind of miracle in them. But wouldn't you want to be there and wouldn't you want to be excited if it is? Wouldn't you want to be like say, you know what? (laughs) You Wouldn't you want to say a few years from now, one day, when you're talking about it with your kids or you're talking about it with your friends, you say, huh, I was actually rooting for him to lose. I wanted Dennis Allen to get fired. And then something special happened? What if it's only a 1 in 100 chance? Would that 99 out of 100 make you root against your favorite team? Not for me, it isn't. If I got hope, I'm rooting for my team. I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. I don't know when it's going to be over. And I know this. I know for right now, today, as I talk to you here on December the 31st, 2023, less than half of a day left as I record this, of this year, this weird, just weird, weird year. I know this. The saints are staying alive. That's what they did today. We can be frustrated in the offseason all we want. We can hate on Dennis Allen all we want in a week or two th- weeks or three weeks or four weeks or six weeks or whenever it's over. We can hate on him all we want. We can talk about it all we want. We can talk about how the Saints are going to screw up the 2024 draft all we want, but not today. Not today because the Saints are staying alive. That's how we're going to look at it today, tomorrow, and until they play on Sunday as we're biting our nails, whether we're in the Superdome or watching it on TV, because even if you've been one of those ones who was saying, I hope the Saints are going to lose, you were lying then, and it's okay if you were lying today, but give it up. Root for your team. Put your Drew Brees jersey on. Go find your Marcus Colson jersey. Put on your Jimmy Graham jersey. I don't care whose jersey you put on. Put it on your black and gold and enjoy it, because they're staying alive for at least one more week. We will be back next week. I think Uncle Big Nick actually is going to be back on Thursday. Maybe we'll make some picks. He's had a rough go of it. He went on a little vacay to, to get away from some things. And then on Friday, I know we're going to be talking about it again. But I had to do a special show today. I heard the fans making some nonsense on, on the Hold the Mayo show. And I said, I got to get on and say what I, what I think. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you uh, feel the way that I do. I hope you're going to soak in this week, and if somehow they make the playoffs, soak in another week because it ain't over until it's over. We'll see you later in the week. Thank you for joining us. I want everyone out there, I hope you enjoy your New Year's Eve. If you're listening after the fact, everyone have a wonderful New Year's. Let's, let's have a better 2024 than we had in 2023. You know, 2023 wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't that bad. Let's make 2024 great and have a lot of fun. I hope you take the ride with me. We'll see you later in the week. Happy New Year. Peace and love, my friends.